Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. First at 4.30, breaking news in Raleigh. Police are investigating a stabbing that sent a man to the hospital. What we know about the victim's condition and the incident. And this morning, Durham police are searching for a suspect who injured a police officer, stole a pickup truck, and led police on a high-speed chase that caused four crashes. And still tracking that system that's likely to bring us rain and cool temperatures for the weekend. Today should still be one more pleasant day. I'll show you coming up. Plus, the budget battle moves forward today with lawmakers voting on tax cuts, pay raises for state workers and teachers, and much more. We will walk you through the process and how soon this new spending plan could reach the governor's desk. And cranking up lotto frenzy. Still no Powerball winner. We have a look at the winning numbers and how much money is up for grabs in the upcoming drawing. Boy, a lot of people had their fingers crossed, but not this morning. No. You got to try again. <laughs> Thanks so much for waking up this morning with us. I'm Ken Swinger for Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. Yeah, yesterday was supposed to be the day that we didn't, you know, mm-hmm. our last day of work. Yeah, well, no, right. not the case. We're all back at work today <laughs> with you all. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner also back at work with another beautiful day and then the big change. Yeah, today's going to still be nice. We have mostly clear to partly cloudy skies across our viewing area this morning. Temperatures still feel great. We're in the mid-60s and our dew point's still in the 50s. But it is, but it has been creeping up just a little bit. Wait, check out temperatures heading out the door. Very similar to yesterday some 40s some 50s and some 60s 59 in southern pines and in south hill 54 in roxborough but 63 in fayetteville 64 in clinton and 65 right around the triangle hour by hour our temperatures are in the 70s at lunchtime and we'll see low to mid 80s for highs this afternoon we'll see a bit more cloud cover this afternoon we, we saw some clouds yesterday too so today should feel fairly similar to yesterday but then we begin to see those changes tomorrow we're watching the development of our coastal low potentially uh, now it's up to about a 40 percent chance that it has tropical characteristics, but that's not the chance that it arrives here. It's a 100% chance that we're going to see rain out of the system. The low continues to move up the coast, um, bringing rain across our area on Friday and into Saturday, and then moving out on Sunday. Right now, it looks like Sunday should be a fairly dry day. So if you have outdoor plans for the weekend or attend, uh, planning to attend a festival, if it's uh, still going on on Sunday, it should still be fine. Um, so we're looking at that. So Saturday's storm likely to bring us windy conditions, gusts up to 35 miles per hour, a couple of inches for rain and cooler temperatures. We're going to talk more about the timeline for rain and how much you could see coming up. Right now, police are searching for the driver. Officers say was involved in four crashes and two high-speed chases. One of the crashes injured a Durham police officer. WR is Laura Levine live right now on that scene with more on what she's learned about this extensive investigation. And Laura, a lot happened. 
Yeah, Ken, definitely keeping officers busy overnight here in Durham. This morning, that suspect, as you mentioned, is still at large. He led police on that high-speed chase. Two of them entered a police officer and stole a pickup truck. Let's break all of this down to you, uh, showing you that map on your screen where you can see this began near North Carolina Central University uh, on East Pettigrew Street in Briggs Avenue. Durham police attempted to stop that vehicle driven by a man with active warrants. As that suspect attempted to take off, he struck an unmarked police vehicle, causing the door of the patrol car to strike the officer's leg. A short time later, police received a call that the suspect had crashed his vehicle on Briggs Avenue near Person Street and was trying to carjack a pickup truck. This continued as he refused to stop four officers in that pickup truck along Briggs and Riddle Road and then ending around Fayetteville at NC Highway 54. At this time, we know that that Durham police officer that was injured uh, is doing okay. We're also told that no one was injured during these high-speed chases. Again, warrants are out for that suspect as they continue to search for him. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in Durham. I'm Brett Neese in the WRL Breaking News Tracker in Raleigh, where police are looking for who stabbed a man here on Featherstone Drive. It happened just before 2 a.m. You can see police blocked off Featherstone with crime tape while forensics collected evidence for over two hours. Police tell me that man was taken to the hospital where he is expected to survive. I'm working to find out if police have a suspect in mind, as well as what led up to the stabbing. I'll stay on top of this story and keep you updated. Brett Neese, WRL News, Raleigh. And we're following more breaking news this morning. A four-year-old boy and his mother are dead after a crash in Moore County that left two others in the hospital. The crash happened on State Highway 690 and Morrison Bridge Road near Vass just before 9.30 last night. State troopers say the mother's car crossed the center line and hit an SUV head-on. The four-year-old died at the scene and his mother died later at the hospital. The driver of the SUV was also airlifted from that scene with serious injuries. A teenage passenger in the SUV was also hurt. Tax cuts for all individuals and pay raises for state employees and teachers are on the line today. You're looking live at the General Assembly, where lawmakers will vote on the $30 billion state budget. This comes after months of intense negotiations. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live from Raleigh. Kelsey, walk us through the next steps after the vote and how soon the governor could sign this spending plan. Renee, good morning. Negotiations have been happening here at the legislative building for months about this budget, and today we will finally see a vote. Now, the deadline for the budget was July 1st, so this spending plan is coming out nearly three months late. You may remember the holdup. Legislators couldn't agree on a plan to expand the state's casinos. In the end, that plan was removed from the budget tax cuts, pay increases for state employees, and more health insurance are all major parts of this spending plan. Another highlight is an increase in teacher pay. First-year teachers will get a higher starting pay, while experienced teachers will receive an extra $1,000. Some educators say this still won't be enough. It's nothing after taxes hit that, and there's no other way to say that. And looking ahead to what could happen next, uh, this should hit the governor's desk tomorrow. Now, Governor Cooper hasn't said anything about vetoing the budget, but even if he does, Republicans have control over both the House and the Senate, so they would be able to override it. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh.
The new budget would also double the driver's license renewal period, allowing North Carolina IDs to last 16 years instead of just eight. But there's a catch. According to the DMV, the change conflicts with federal rules for the real ID. The real ID law says states should not issue any licenses or IDs that are valid for more than eight years. It passed in addition to the length of time between renewals. Drivers would be able to renew their licenses online every time. Today, Durham city workers will again be asking city council for better pay and higher bonuses. City workers plan to be at the council's work session today. They're calling for an immediate $5,000 bonus for all employees making less than $75,000 a year. That's about 1,300 city workers, including police officers and firefighters. The president of the firefighters union says this is essential to keep enough qualified people on the job. Right now, we're going to struggle to fill the number of resignations and operations with the number that are currently in our academy. Those numbers are barely going to cover any the amount of resignations we've had this year, if they cover them all the way. Along with the bonuses, workers are asking for a minimum wage increase. Now, to put this in perspective, starting salaries for firefighters at stations in Raleigh are $46,540, while the starting salary for a firefighter in Durham is about $5,000 less at $41,496. Today's work session starts at 1 this afternoon at Durham City Hall. Two sheriff's deputy and deputies and a suspected carjacker are hurt after a chase that spanned multiple counties. A viewer sent WRL this video of a Halifax County deputy attempting a pit maneuver on a truck in Weldon. The sheriff's office says the driver stole that truck in a carjacking in Nash County that led to a chase on I-95 and then onto Highway 158 in Weldon. It ended when the driver crashed into two Halifax County patrol vehicles. Two deputies went to the hospital with injuries. The suspect was ejected from the truck in the crash and at last check was in critical condition. The carjacking victim in Nash County also suffered head injuries. The United Auto Workers Union says more members will walk off the job if a deal is not reached by tomorrow. Four GM and Chrysler-owned Stellantis have until noon tomorrow to make significant progress or the union plans to expand its walkouts beyond the three plants where strikes began last week. Auto parts supplies are already discussing layoffs if the strike doesn't end soon. And economists say the price of parts and cars could start going up in the next few weeks. A roundtable discussion in Raleigh this morning will focus on new grants to improve maternal care in North Carolina. The new federal grants will help reduce maternal mortality and improve maternal health, particularly in underserved communities. The money will also target growing the nurse midwife workforce and addressing maternal depression. The meeting begins at 11 a.m. at Wake County Public Health Center on Sunnybrook Road. I know it sounds like we're starting to be like we're on repeat, right? We're talking about the Powerball jackpot, but it is now estimated at $725 million. No one matched all of the numbers last night, so take a look at your screen. Here are the winning numbers, 16, 27, 59, 62, 63. The Powerball was 23, the multiplier 3. Now the next drawing is set for this Saturday night right here on WRL. Now if you win, not only will you take home $345 million in cash, but many of you probably won't be at work on Monday. All the best of luck. <laughs> I guarantee you will be here, Ken. Oh, we'll be here. <laughs> Only two games into the NFL season, and the Panthers' new star could be out due to injury. Quarterback Bryce Young is recovering from an ankle injury that could keep him off the field this weekend. Still ahead, how the team plans to move forward against the Seahawks.
Adoption fees are waived at the Cumberland County Animal Shelter because of overcrowding. How you can help find forever homes for these animals. And here's a live look at Sanford this morning. Feels pleasant out there. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is tracking a calm day today before rain and storms roll in this weekend. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 444. We're taking a live look outside right now. Everything's nice and quiet in Sanford. We're seeing a mix of sun and clouds as you step out the door this morning. Temperatures still feel uh, very pleasant. It's going to be a day very similar to yesterday. 59 right now in Southern Pines and in Lewisburg. It's a cool 56 in Tarboro, 59 in Irwin, as well as Rocky Mountain. Wilson at 62 in Goldsboro. So it feels nice out there. Perfect uh, morning for exercise, and we can't say that for the weekend, certainly. So get out and enjoy it while you can. Temperatures at lunchtime will be in the mid-70s. Our high this afternoon in the low 80s with nice low humidity. Today stays dry, but we will see increasing clouds ahead of our coastal low that's headed our way. I'll show you what time on Friday the rain is likely to start where you are. Coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. A South Carolina grand jury indicted the woman accused of killing a bride from Charlotte on the evening of her wedding. 34-year-old Samantha Miller and her new husband were riding on a golf cart after their wedding. That's when investigators say the newlyweds were struck and Miller was killed. That driver, Jamie Komorowski, faces multiple charges, including reckless homicide and felony DUI. Investigators say she was going 65 miles an hour in a 25-mile-per-hour zone with a blood alcohol level more than three times the legal limit. Tonight, you can learn more about the plans for a new EMS substation that's coming to Apex. A community meeting is happening tonight from 6 to 8 at Apex Public Safety Station 5. That's on Kelly Road. County staff will share building plans and construction details for the new station and answer any questions you may have. The station is being built to address growth west of Apex. Work is expected to start later this year and wrap up late next year. The Cumberland County Animal Shelter is waiving adoption fees to try to get the shelter cleared. Officials say they fear they may have to euthanize animals if they aren't adopted soon. They say overbreeding, hoarding, and strict landlord requirements are some of the factors leading to the influx in animals. Rachel Parks, who runs the Facebook page Friends of Cumberland County Animals, is helping connect pets with people interested in adopting. If they adopt or rescue one animal, they're actually saving the lives of two. Because not just, okay, because that kennel opens up for another dog. Adoption fees are waived for dogs over 30 pounds and over six months of age, as well as for all cats and kittens. This is all in effect through next Tuesday. New numbers show COVID-19 is not spreading as much as it has been in previous months. Respiratory illnesses are making up a smaller percentage of emergency department visits, under 8%. Visits with COVID-like issues decreased, but flu-like symptoms went up. COVID in wastewater dropped 11.4% after steadily increasing. It's still higher than our January numbers, something experts are going to continue to monitor. Next week, you'll be able to get another round of free COVID tests from the federal government. The Biden administration announced it is relaunching the free at-home test program as health officials prepare for a surge in cases during the upcoming months. More than 755 million at-home tests were distributed the first time around. You can order four free tests from covidtest.gov starting Monday the 25th. 
The U.S. Senate will vote today on General C.Q. Brown, who is slated to become the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. His nomination was confirmed yesterday. General Brown's appointment passed by an 83 to 11 margin. The move comes during a months-long hold on military promotions by Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer moved Wednesday to hold three votes on key promotions. General Brown is only the second black man to serve as chairman following the late General Colin Powell. Carolina Panthers Bryce Young may not be hitting the field this weekend. The team says the rookie quarterback is dealing with an ankle injury following Monday night's game against the New Orleans Saints. However, they're not exactly sure which play uh, that happened. The Panthers will be on the road to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Now, if Young doesn't play, Andy Dalton is expected to start in his place. Coach Frank Reich has not made a final decision yet. A training camp for the Carolina Hurricanes begins today. The team will practice at PNC Arena in Raleigh and Invisalign Arena in Mooresville. The Hurricanes' first game of the regular season is just a few weeks away. October 11th, preseason games start next week. It is a busy time of year for sports. We have football, hockey's about to start, and then our temperatures are kind of going up and down as well. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. One more warm day, and then things will change. Yeah, temperatures still feeling great today, mostly low to mid-80s. It's a pleasant start this morning, and we do have just a, a few clouds hanging around out there, but it's going to be a really nice morning. Temperature right now is 65 in the Triangle with a dew point of 59. As long as those dew points are in the 50s, it feels very comfortable. We'll climb into the mid-70s at lunchtime and into the low 80s this afternoon. There are a few clouds out there right now, so we have the tower lit in uh, purple for just a couple of clouds hanging around this morning. This afternoon, we'll see increasing clouds. You know, yesterday we had a mix of sun and clouds, and it's likely to be overcast by late today. 83 in Raleigh and Durham and 85 in Fayetteville. Today does stay dry, but of course, we continue to watch our coastal low developing and the potential for it to have tropical characteristics is up a little bit uh, to 40%. But honestly, whether it has tropical characteristics or not, we're still going to see rain and wind out of the system. We take a look at future cast, kicking things off tomorrow morning, and you can see the cloud cover streaming in from the coast. That's where the rain is going to come from also. So this is Friday at 5 p.m. This is actually a little bit slower than what we were looking at yesterday. That rain starts to creep into the viewing area around 7 or 8 and not into the triangle area until around 9 or 10. Now this is really one of our first looks at our high resolution models and so that tends to give us a little better uh, chance of seeing specifically what time the rain may start. So maybe fairly late on Friday. That's good news potentially for football Friday and uh, any other events you may have that you're planning to go to on Friday. Saturday morning looks awfully wet. You can see that band of rain moving through but during the afternoon the rain starts to taper off a little bit, at least on this version of Futurecast. We have to move to the, the long-range model, which it doesn't have as much resolution. We'll kick that out and kick that off again at around 8 a.m. Saturday. At 5 o'clock, you can still see a decent amount of rain, but by the time we get to Sunday, the low moves out. And there might be a quick sprinkle Sunday morning, but for the most part, we should see some sunshine Sunday afternoon. So, a lot of things happening this weekend. Good to see that. How much rain will we see? It's likely to be half an inch to an inch around the triangle, maybe a little bit more in a few spots. And then the closer you are to the coast, the better chance that you're going to have some of those higher rainfall totals, two inches or more. Our winds are looking stronger today than yesterday. Some gusts up to 35 to 40 miles per hour and some gusts along the coast up to 60 miles per hour. So um, that could cause some isolated power outages. So rain late Friday, rain for much of the day on Saturday with cool temperatures and a quick sprinkle on Sunday. Uh, Benson Mule Days, of course, looking uh, wet, but late on Friday, looking wet on Saturday, just a high of 68. So Saturday is going to be off.
awfully chilly. Football Friday, we may start to see some showers in our eastern counties by the time the games begin. Likely to see rain by the time the games are over everywhere. Saturday, first day of fall, but of course it's going to be a wet, windy day at 68. We're looking at some uh, warmer conditions by the time we get to Monday. Elizabeth, thanks. From the barracks to the main stage in front of America, Fort Liberty's 82nd Airborne All-American Chorus is heading to the America's Got Talent finale in California. Up next, how the group wowed the judges to punch their ticket to the top. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.